Welcome to the Coach's Edge podcast dedicated to teaching, sharing, and learning the game. Thanks for joining us. I'm your host, Steve Kramer of the Coach's Edge, Kramer Basketball, and I'm fired up to talk about one of the most important aspects of the game, off-ball defense. Some questions I think might be helpful for you to ask yourself in your, in your program as far as some overall expectations and goals of your defense and share with you some tips to make sure that you're executing that you're on the same page with your players and that you can be able to watch your team play defense and say, yes, we are checking off these boxes. And if we do these things, that's helping make us a strong, high level, elite defensive team. That's my hope for you. Whether these are things that you might be able to reinforce as you're in the state playoffs right now, or you're in the off season now and you're thinking about how can we build a better defense you can start to implement some of these notes that I have from the podcast. And I say notes because I'm just sharing some of the things that I've been working on because Coach Troshak, myself, we're going to put together a little on-ball, off-ball defense presentation. I wouldn't really call it a course so much, but with our Coaches Edge coach members really trying to get as much as we can off ball and on ball into some of our video presentations for our coaches this off season and really be able to have not only these video presentations in place, but great dialogue amongst amongst our coaches edge members on how we can all get better with our team when it comes to on ball and off ball defense. So I'm just sharing you a few of the notes and things that I've been thinking about and working on when it comes to helping really build a good, strong off ball defensive team. And I hope that there's something in here that you can find beneficial. With that said, if you do find it beneficial, please uh, subscribe, leave a positive rating and review. Leaving a positive rating is like gold for a podcast. It's huge. It's how you kind of survive and get found. Uh, So that would be awesome if you would be willing to do that as well. And if there's anything else that I can do for you, please reach out. It's at Coaches Edge One on Twitter. At Steve 21 Kramer is my personal uh, Twitter contact. And if you're curious about how we serve coaches around the country, you can go to coachesedge.coach to learn more. And it's there's no E in Coach's Edge. It's supposed to be like coach is with an apostrophe up there. You can't obviously put an apostrophe on a website. So it's just C-O-A-C-H-S-E-D-G-E dot coach. Okay. Thank you for listening. Let's get to the show. Coach, thanks for checking out this episode on off-ball defense, and I'm excited to share with you some of the things that I find really valuable when it comes to building a solid team defense and making sure that all of our players are on the same page with our style of play. So as we go through this, uh, I think you'll find a lot of benefits regardless of what type of defense that you're playing. So let's start this out with a few very important questions to ask yourself as you're building your defense and then implementing it with your team. Whether you're in the playoffs right now or the season finished and you're thinking about how can we you know, start to build something and start to put some plans in place for next season, think about some of these questions because they may need to be reiterated to your team if you're making a run in the playoffs right now. Number one, what is the expectation slash goal of your defense? Obviously, we want to get the basketball back without them scoring. We'd love to get a turnover. Even better than that, we'd like to get a live ball turnover. 
But those are results. What is the expectation and goal that you have that your players can understand and need to carry out to know they're doing what they need to do? Even if, you know, the other team makes a nice shot, they run some good offense, and the game's not going to be 0-0. Somebody's going to score at some point. Do they understand the expectation and goal? And if they do, now they have a better understanding of when they had a successful defensive possession and when they did not. That's where a lot of learning can take place because we've already established what our expectations are. Now, as we get more specific with that, what is the position that we want them in? This is one pass away in the gap. This is multiple passes away in a help side position. But do they understand the location that they are supposed to be in, depending on where the offense is, where the basketball is, what some of those movements are? And obviously, what type of defense you're running, man, zone, on the line, up the line, pack line, force, force baseline, whatever it is, it needs to be communicated at a high level. What's that position? That position helps put us in a position to be successful. Number two, you got the position. What's the stance that you want them in off the ball? Is this more of a an on the line, up the line type of defense? I remember in college, you know, we denied one pass away up until the point that they had to catch the basketball, a real kind of body and arm's length beyond the three-point line. So we didn't deny all the way out to half court or anything like that. We denied everything all the way out into a body length and arm's length away. So when the opponent caught the basketball, they were well outside of shooting position. And for the most part, they had to come outside of what they would like to run in their offense to catch the basketball. That dug into what our general stance was going to be and coaches taught us out of that. What's your stance off the basketball? Number three, what is your rotation going to be? Your players understand, okay, if it's if it's a pack line defense, what that back line of defense responsibility is, that gap defense, what's the rotation that they are supposed to make? If it's a dribble drive, Somebody is trying to get to the middle, they get to the elbow, and then they kick it back up to the other seam. Have you communicated with your players how you want them to help on that drive and then get into a closeout? What's the rotation on you know, a baseline drive when you're, you're forcing baseline and you really don't want to get broken down and, and beat baseline even though you're forcing that way? So you got to make sure your players understand their rotations when things are going well, and just as importantly, the rotations when things don't go well. So those are our first three questions, and really it was four. I mean, number one, what's the overall expectation and goal that you have within your defense? What do you want to get out of it? And then understanding based on that, what's the position, what's the stance, and what's the rotation that you want your players to have? Every single player on your team should easily be able to answer those questions. If you were to ask them in film session, game time, somebody else were to ask them, they would know those things. Now, here's some off-ball defensive keys that I wanted to share as well that I think can lead to team success. Number one, we talked about already, are your players always positionally correct? It can be working really, really hard. But if we're not in the right positions, how are we going to be able to rotate, to help, to get into our closeouts, 
all of those things. So position is key in everything. Number two, what's the communication level? Are we communicating to our players so that they have a solid understanding of what their responsibilities are? And then as an off-ball defender, they need to be a great communicator. I always talk about being clear, being concise, and being consistent as three C's when it comes to great communication. Off-ball defensive players oftentimes can see more than the on-ball defensive player. So the important job that they have to communicate is huge when it comes to really building a solid team defense. And you know how it is when, when you're playing a team and there's five guys or five girls on the other team and they're talking and they're loud and they're all on the same page, man, that's intimidating. And that level of communication makes up for a lot of mistakes because everybody knows where one another is and what's going on on the court, even if there's a breakdown. Got to communicate at a high level. Three, active feet. And coaches talk about this all the time, active feet and active hands. Now you, you want to be bouncy, right? You want to be able to be in a position where it's easy for you to get out into a, a, a direction, a closeout, be able to slide down on a help. Defense is not just lateral movement and slides, right? There's cutting, there's change of direction, there's short bursts. So being active on our feet is, is huge. And having active hands away from the basketball really help us to move our feet. You you see kids that work hard with their feet, but their hands are kind of stiff. Their arms are kind of stiff. They're not using those arms to create momentum. We can be better athletes and move better by moving our arms. That helps our feet. Also, obviously, helps a lot when it comes to passing angles, taking away some, some vision, some of those easy passes when our hands are on side, I'm always talking with the high school players that we work with when it comes to defensively because so many of them have their hands down or their hands kind of by their side. I'm like, man, get those hands out. Be active. Make it hard for the opponent to see what's going on. Number four, if you have a team that plays the blame game, you're probably not very good. You're probably a little more of one of those selfish teams. Where it's like, ah, oh, it wasn't my fault. You know, if you, if you have a, a team that was, you know, a player was in help, they should have helped because something broke down. Maybe it didn't break down so much, but they should have just been in a position and somebody scores. I say, wow, that wasn't my guy. That wasn't, that wasn't my match. Can't play the blame game and be a great defensive team. There's no way you can do those two things. Everybody takes ownership. If somebody got scored on, It's not they got scored on. It's we got scored on. Number five, you want to be a good off-ball, high-level defensive team, you got to see the play before it happens. How do we do that? We know our opponent. There's a scouting report. There's game film. Understanding what the other team is trying to do and then being able to execute our defensive game plan based on that. Got to know what's going to happen before it happens. And a lot of times what, what I try to emphasize to our players is teams will run misdirection, teams will run good offense. And I'll say, listen, don't think so much about what they're doing. Think more about what are they trying to get out of this possession. Yes, they put 
a player at the high post. It's the worst player on the court. They're doing that to suck you in on this zone because they're bringing their best player, their best shooter, and they're lifting them up from the weak side, and they're going to get it to them for a three. That's why they dove their worst player from the seam down to the high post to bring you down. But we got to understand what teams are trying to get. It's easy to see what they're doing. I hope that makes sense. Six, I think any great off-ball defensive team, man or zone, is physical. They're chucking cutters. They're, they're bumping. They're communicating as they go through, as we've already talked about. But it, there's contact. If you are a defensive team and the other team enjoys playing against you, you're probably not doing something right. Probably not doing something right. They should not enjoy playing against you because you're physical, because you're tough, because everybody is on the same page, you know the scouting report, you're active, which leads me to number seven. Asking yourself the question, would you want to play against you? I hope not. Do people want to play against you? You're tough, you're physical, everybody's on the same page, communicating at a high level, active feet, active hands, unselfish defensively. Nobody's playing the blame game. And to finish everything off, you get the ball back. It's a defensive rebound, a turnover, a jump ball. You're getting the basketball back. You got to finish it off. Now, in order for us to really make sure that our, our team is on the right page, we need to be specific with how we're teaching certain things. And again, this is regardless of what type of defense that we're running, does our team understand if we're going to deny? And if we're going to deny, well, what does that mean? How far are we going to deny? Are there some rules as far as how close you want the off-ball defender to be to the player they're guarding if they're in denial? How far up the court do you want them to be in denial? Are we going to be in the gap? What happens if something breaks down on a, a same side drive? You know, are, we, are we staying home? Right, most teams you're, you're staying home on a, the strong side corner because it's such an easy pass to kick out. Some teams, okay, we want maybe a little more of a, a stunt, more of a pack line. You're not stunting; you're already there. You're in that gap, and then you get right into to your closeout. Every team's a little bit different based on what you're running. That's fine. I'm not telling you what you run. I just want you to make sure that we're communicating some of these off-ball defensive traits that we want to have as a team to our team, and you're communicating that at a high level. The more it's communicated, clear, concise, consistent, the easier it is for us as a team to understand you know, who, who, who broke down. Where did this mistake start? Now we have a better idea of how to fix it. And you got to ask yourself, like, Again, when we get back to what's the goal, like, are we trying to pressure? Are we trying to contain? Everything has a trade-off, right? It's like the coach that, that they put in a zone, team comes out, hits a three. Ah, oh, we got to get out of the zone. Doesn't work. They hit three. Got to go back into our man. It's like, no. You got to understand that there's always some, some trade-offs. And, you know, you could run a zone to take away the three, or you could run a zone to give up the three. 
just like you do the same thing in man-to-man. We have to be on the same page with what some of these outcomes are and the expectations are for our team. Pressure contain, understanding the trade-offs, because as a coach, it comes down to what can you live with? What can you live with as a defensive team as far as what other teams are going to be able to run? And is that okay with you? And even more importantly, does that match the capabilities and the personnel of your team? The best high school coaches that I've been around had a personality. They had something that they knew they wanted to do if they could. But they had a better understanding of the personnel that they had on any given year and how they could get the most out of that roster given their God-given capabilities and understanding of the game and teaching that the very best that they could so that their team could be the best that it could. I hope there's something in here that you can apply to your team, your off-season development, as far as really being able to pinpoint how you want your team uh, to be off off the basketball, off basketball. As far as expectations, what can you live with? Really breaking down the stance, the position, the rotation, those are huge. And then are you a team where you can look out on the court and say, yes, we're positionally correct. Yes, we communicate at a high level. Yes, we have active feet and active hands. Nobody's unselfish. We're all unselfish. Nobody's playing the blame game. Our team has a good understanding of what the opponent is trying to get so we can see the play before it happens. We're a physical defensive team. We're bumping, we're bumping cutters. And we always know every single game, because of our style, the other team is not going to enjoy playing against us. Teams play better when they enjoy playing against the competition. So don't let yourself be one of those teams where everybody says, sees you on the calendar. Oh, sweet. Sweet, we got them on the calendar. Like, this is going to be a fun game. You'd never want somebody to say that against you. Thank you for listening to the Coach's Edge podcast. I appreciate you. If you're, if you're in a playoff hunt, best wishes to you. We got some teams that uh, have won a couple district championships. We got some league championships. I was up in Michigan for about, about a week, and it was cool to talk to some of the teams that won uh, that were part of our Coach's Coach membership. You know, Ugly Bearcats uh, won, won their league championship last week. Uh, Cassidy Girls Program won their district title. It was like the first district title the girls have won in like 20 years. Uh, it was amazing, and, and we got a chance to not only have them as an online member, but we ran workouts for them throughout the course of, of the summer. And it was just really cool to see you know them have historic success that they really haven't had um, since these girls were even alive. Right? They they just accomplished something that has never been done in their lifetime pretty cool to think about how big of a deal that was uh, for them. And it's just cool to be a really, really small, tiny uh, part of some of the success of the programs that we've been working with. Coach, wherever you're at, best wishes to you. 
there's anything I can do for you, please let me know. Reach out, contact at KramerBasketball.com. You can check out our social media links below. We're pretty active on there, uh, communicating with players, coaches, letting people know the different stuff that we have going on. And, uh, man, we're preparing for a busy spring of basketball clinics and uh, even busier summer of basketball camps. Thanks again. God bless. Get after it today.